I'm wearing white socks today. What's your view on white socks? Um, do you know what? I've got, I, I have got a view on this. As a teenager, an early 20s wouldn't be seen dead in them. Before that, though, when you were a kid, coolest thing ever. Yes. White socks, slip-ons. And I think it comes full circle, because I'd have to say that I'd say white socks are probably, because they're generally sporting socks, I'd say they're more comfy than your darker socks. Really? See, because a lot of the shops now are going through these kind of like crazy patterns and stuff like that. Occasionally, you can't beat that feel of a Terry Towling-style white... Uh, you know, middle of the road sports <laughs> socks clasping your ankle. But I don't know. There's something. There's something. Let me. Jackson, I'm just gonna, something moonwalker I'm about. Just going to look under the table just to see what it looks like. Um, in anger. Oh. <laughs> pretty pretty handy, aren't they? Huh? Yeah, they are. Yeah. There was a lad. I don't know if this happened to most people, but uh, we had a lad in our year that used to do Michael Jackson dances. He's regretting it now. <laughs> Michael Jackson dances at all the school discos. <laughs> and he always used to have uh, black, quite high pulled up trousers, really brilliant white sh- uh, socks and then a pair of black slip-on paint and leather shoes. And that, these are the type he would have worn. How come today? I mean, you're not normally a white sock wearer. Is the washing cycle low or something or it's other? Or were they tired. new? Just really tired. It's first day of half term and we're falling apart. So I just grabbed <laughs> anything and get me hands on. I'd have to say that if I, if I was a wealthy man and um, indulgence was my thing, yeah, a brand new, literally to open a brand new pair of socks, yeah, and to, to have them hug your foot every day because it only happens the first time. It, it only happens the first time. That elastine goes. I'd love that. Are you saying? Are you saying right now that if you were were to win the lottery or whatever, you would buy socks and then just cast them off after one use? No, I think I'd give not, them after one use, uh, one use to charity. Okay, but you would never wear the same pair of socks twice. No, I like that. I really like that. That for me is the best use of a lot of money that I've heard <laughs> in a long time. We're not doing it this week, but the next time we do one of those fifty thousand pounds things, that's what I'm going to do. Yes, fifty grand's worth of socks. Imagine it. Imagine it in socks. Don't text the word <laughs> win. Don't do it because it's not on. Here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little house. Monday's Hometime, Bush and Ritchie, one Hometime show. Seven different playlists and you can access them all through the Absolute Radio app. Download it for free. We're on all the stations. You can just choose what what music accompanies this show. Uh, meanwhile, it's day one and a half turn. For lots of people listening right now, which means you've got the issue of kids hanging around. Kids getting under your feet is probably a better way to put it, isn't it? Kids getting under your feet. And uh, we've got a one-year-old, obviously, she's not at school, but a nine-year-old's off with us as well. And the battle is uh, trying to get them to switch off, like, screens, tablets, PlayStation 4s, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and you do you do feel yourself turning to your parents for some of the phrases you get. You know, you come out with, like, you're missing the best of the day, etc. But I thought, since the weather's so bad today, I know it's quite bad in the south and the north's not so bad, but kind of cloudy, uh, if I could get some help in, people making up uh, or suggesting games that I can put to our nine-year-old that are actually really just a sneaky way of getting her to do some housework because <laughs> kids love a game and I thought I, I wanted to chip in with the housework and get involved because it's an important thing in learning in life etc isn't yep. it but can we dress the mundanity of housework up in some form of a childhood half term game it's harder as they get old because they become wise to the fact that uh, this isn't sort of uh, oh let's play doing this she's a wise guy yeah. nine year old she's a wise guy <laughs> and also it would be good if it was a game rather than sort of like withholding 
the Wi-Fi code as some kind of uh, uh-huh. goal for the end of the game because that's kind of defeating the object. She's so good with her tablet and stuff. She probably hacked the router. I think. I think the whole the whole tech angle is not one for me to go into no, battle with her about. No. So any any form of suggestions from anyone listening right now um, about a game that's actually really at its heart, just doing some housework. Emma Jones from our very own Dayberry Breakfast Show has tweeted to say, uh, "Say you'll time her." I used to fall for it every time. That's a great one. So you can do anything that she probably normally wouldn't want to do, like can you get all the all the plates and stuff off the, ta- off the table and put them in the sink, pretend the timer, then she'll be into it. Because Mondays is her personal best. Got to try and beat it on Tuesday. Oh, this is going to be a whole week's <laughs> worth of competitions. Uh, games are essentially housework. 8, 12, 15, get involved. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Final hour of today's no repeat guarantee. 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Nothing repeated while you listen at work. This is Bush and Richie. It's home time. We're sharing information and ideas tonight on the show. If you've got kids off on half term this week, uh, like we have, or maybe next week for you lot, uh, are there any games that we can make up that are essentially at their heart just getting the kids to do housework, but they don't know it? Get involved. Uh, Kelly's got a great one here. Uh, it needs a bit of thinking. So, first of all, what you need to do is put everything that needs putting away in baskets. Little okay? baskets, right. And then Kelly says, then it's a race to see who can empty their basket first. You could say, do you fancy a game of baskets? <laughs> exactly, because it wouldn't have a title that would be a giveaway that no. it's actually housework. Love baskets. Kelly, that is an ingenious idea. Mum, please can we play baskets? <laughs> uh, Ginge says, this is a bit weird, fill a jar with dust, tell her you'll weigh it in at the dust yard for cash. I presume it's a dusting-related thing. Oh, yeah. Or just a little bit strange, thanks, Ginge. Andy Davis says, uh, what, what about hiding the Wi-Fi code for the day on a piece of paper in her room? When she finds it by tidying, she can get on the internet, hide it in a different room each day. She's just going to turn her room upside down and go for it. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Joe has texted from Brockworth. Joe, I hope you realise that you are on shaky ground even communicating by this. Uh, but Joe raises a point. He says, I don't have children. However, I have a game I play with my partner as she's particularly messy. Oh, this will be interesting. (laughs) This will be interesting. Every time a task is completed, double chock chip cookie. Simple but effective. Do you know what? I'd tidy up for even someone else's house for a double chock chip cookie. I think I would, yeah. So, yeah, you know, whether your kids are not to make any difference, it's just trying to entice people into actually doing a bit of cleaning. Have we got Mark on the line? Mark, tell us your system of making your kids clean. Oh, it's it's uh, it's my idea. My my kids are a bit young for doing that yet, but I just thought coming out to Halloween, it's a great one for a deep clean, isn't it? What's the name of this game? The name of the game would be uh, Crime Scene Wipedown. <laughs> Crime Scene Wipedown. New from Mattel. Crime Scene Wipedown. And what happens in Crime Scene Wipedown? They're just wiping down surfaces where there's been yeah, crime. Yeah, well, yeah, depending depend on the crime, I suppose. Um, it will depend on what uh, what objects we give them to wipe the crime scene down. Um, I'm quite, quite, quite looking forward to the bathroom one. Um, <laughs> where the, the disposal of the body occurred. Oh, it's a very Mark. grisly idea, but, I mean, it might get, it might get results. Yeah, you're going to make them wear hazmat suits as well and stuff like that? Um, I, I'm not sure we can stretch the hazmat suits yet. Maybe hey, you, you must have a little tent from uh, previous holidays. Put that in the middle of the lounge, clean underneath it. Bob's your uncle. Crime scene. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Monday's Hometime, Bush and Richie. 
one home time show across all seven Absolute Radio stations. If you're listening to us on Absolute Radio, played you some Paul Weller. And before that, uh, we played you Kasabian. If you're a Kasabian fan like I am, very, very exciting news after five o'clock. I've seen the news. I'm massively excited about it. We'll share it with you later. I'm glad you are, Richie. <laughs> uh, all this week, we're looking for Britain's worst commute. Parkers want to drive you home in style this coming Friday. It's all to celebrate uh, the Parkers New Car Awards 2020, which is a hell of a thing. They're bigger than ever before. Head to our website now if you want to get involved, absoluteradio.co.uk slash win to enter, and you could be driven home by a chauffeur this Friday. Uh, someone who has done just that is uh, Shari. Tell us about your commute then, Shari. Well, I walk an hour to work each day every morning at half seven and it's just crazy because even in all weathers and even if it's not raining and it has been cars like splash me as they go past which is oh. great just what i need for a first day at, well first day at work so you get in two hours of just physical walking every single day because of your walk to and from work yeah and then by the time i finish work i don't want to walk because i'm just so knackered i take it there's no public transport then of any sh- uh, way shape or form um, in the mornings, they usually, well, there's a school bus, but they don't take people on the school buses because, obviously, it's just for the school kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, they get a bit funny about you, that, don't they, when you're an adult, <laughs> yeah, I've always found. it's really strange. And in the afternoons, they um, literally you have to walk all the way up to the centre of town just to get the bus to get there. So you're still doing, like, half an hour of walking anyway. So we've talked on this show before about uh, setting your routine by certain strangers that you don't know. People might be driving past you calling you walking lady, Sherry. Do you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> walking ladies, it's at the junction. That means I'm late. All the time. <laughs> like people just jogging. I see them all the time, like the same people every day. We always say morning. I'm thinking, does it ever get to a point where we stop saying morning or we just do this every day now? Oh, and do you ever get really soaked? Because some of the weather's been terrible recently. When was the last time we got really drenched? Um, this morning was quite bad, actually. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> well, look. Luckily, I have like a spare change of clothes at work. Shari, the good thing is you have been shortlisted to be driven home in style this Friday. So fingers crossed. The weekend, the week might not have started well for you, but could end in style. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> And if, you, if you'd like to be driven home in style, head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash win to enter. And it's all thanks to Parkers. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Mark says, when my kids were at primary school, my daughter Sophie came home one afternoon and proudly announced she joined the after-school environment club. Oh, wow. Uh, a couple of days later, she came home and said the club had involved picking up litter in the school grounds. And when all the litter was picked up, cleaning the teachers' cars. Oh, my word. <laughs> Suffice to say, she didn't go back for a second go at saving the planet. It's almost like <laughs> Borstal. A bit of Borstal going on there. Right Attitude UK on Twitter say, guys, how to get kids to clean the house? I used to post a list of chores that needed doing with a value attached to the wall e.g. hoover throughout one pounds wash car three quid any money earned would then be added to their pocket money at the end of the week nice pay as you go i like your style absolute radio the hometime podcast with bush and richie is what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's the big news we promise you. Kasabian are going to be playing a huge homecoming gig in Victoria Park, Leicester, next June. It's called the Kasabian Summer Solstice 2, which is a cracking name. It'll be their only 2020 live performance and support for this massive show. Comes from the amazing, uh, someone who's very hot at the moment, Sam Fender. Uh, Saturday the 20th of June 2020 is the date for your diary. Uh, it's going to be amazing. They're, they're five, five years ago, their first summer solstice was just an incredible, incredible event. So this is going to be brilliant. Saturday, 20th of June, 2020. The other date for your diary is tickets go on sale for it this Friday at 9am. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets to get yours. At least you know where I'm going to be on Friday morning. He'll be on the phones. (laughs) Not drinking oat milk. Eh? I know that sounds a little bit random. Let me tell you about my weekend. I've been somewhat under duress. Do you ever have times in your life where you feel like you're under immense pressure by somebody to make great change? Yeah, I do. It happens quite a bit. <laughs> I bet it does. Yes. For whatever reason, all weekend long, my wife Natalie has been trying to get me to convert to oat milk. All right, what, for, like, health reasons, or... It's, like, it's very in vogue at the moment, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It is very on vogue. On vogue. I've um, I've diagnosed myself as lactose intolerant. Okay. I like cheese, butter, milk. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. But if I I have a lot of it, me nose runs. Is that that how it kind of manifests itself? Well, maybe my nose is lactating. I don't know. It'll runny nose. Yeah. Could be lactation of the nose. It could be. I've diagnosed it myself. So anyway, she makes me a cup of tea Saturday morning. Tasted awful. Absolutely awful. And I declared the milk had gone off. She said, no, it's not gone off. It's, It's fine, trust me. Discovered later on, she'd put oat milk in. Oh, so she'd sneaked a bit of oat milk in to make it better for you? Sneaked it in. I said, oh, no, I didn't like that. I didn't, didn't, it tasted different. No, it doesn't. Then later on, Saturday, Sunday morning, my cereal uh-huh. is oat milk again. I didn't even know you could have it on cereal. And then coffee this morning, oat milk again. She's trying to change your life. Everywhere, I'm under huge duress to change to oat milk. I've, I've, I've kind of had quite a bit of stick recently from other half K about the amount I put on as condiments. I love condiments on mm-hmm. stuff. I love a bit of mustard on the side of like a roast dinner or tomato ketchup on bacon sarnies, etc. But apparently I put too much on. Right. So I'm currently under duress to cut down, nay delete, or get rid of my uh, condiment intake. So similar, I'm, I'm under similar stresses, I'll be honest with you. Now, this needn't necessarily be a relationship thing. There could be a mate of yours. There could be a colleague at work. Having a word in your ear. Who is, is constantly on about one thing, trying to make you to change something. So I, I'd like us to come out and support. Personally, for me, in this oat milk campaign that I've not asked for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if there's something in your life that you are under duress to change at the moment, share what it is and, and what this battle is. 8, 12, 15 to text or you can tweet at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's the radio equivalent of one of those choose-your-own-adventure books. It's Hometime with Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. You pick the music based on what digital decade station in the Absolute Radio family you're listening via. Are you under duress right now to make a change from somebody in your life, whether it's uh, someone close to you or whether it's someone at work? Share what that is and we'll help you in your fight. Uh, this is because there is a campaign in my house right now to change me to oat milk. I'm not taking it kindly. 
many. What in particular about oat milk didn't you like? I've tried it a couple of times. I thought it was okay in coffee, but I feel like you'd have to put half a pint in to get anywhere near normal milk. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not a good return. Uh, well, early days, primarily, it's been the taste. Maybe I'll get used to it. People have taken my comments the wrong way, all right? There are people who are thinking that I get all my, my drinks and my breakfast made for me. Lord Muck. Little That's... Lord Muck over there. Paul from Blackpool says, I'm shocked Richie has someone else pour milk on his cereal. Is he Lord of the Manor or something? <laughs> Paul, what you have to appreciate is because this sly campaign to get me to transfer to oat milk is going on, yeah. it was made for me without me realising it was oat milk. You can't get the staff, can you, <laughs> these days, Rich? Uh, this one here from Robert Radford. What a cracking name. I was just moaning earlier on that I was, I was under similar kind of duress for the amount of uh, condiments I put on my foods. Uh, I get the same stick for condiments. I put mayo on virtually everything and cheese as well. I always get told, and I quote, you've ruined your dinner now. My partner knows little about fine cuisine. He's having a pop. <laughs> Someone here hasn't put their name, says everyone at work is indeed nagging me to eat cold pizza. I'd, I, I would encourage that person. They've not shared their Nagging name. them to eat cold pizza? I like cold pizza. What, but why would people be nagging you to eat a cold pizza? <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> where do you work? Well, it's a very strange... I'd love to more there. details, yeah. It sounds like an episode of Star Trek where on one particular world they do weird, weird things and they want you to get involved. Tractor Girl says, I'm under duress from my husband uh, as I have too much gin in my tonic. OK, all right. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Just, just clarify for all of us, Richie, what you confirmed in self-diagnosis, what you think you have. So I'm being pressurised by my wife to try oat milk. It's happened all weekend long because I've told myself told myself okay. that I'm lactose intolerant. Because you didn't say that earlier on to me. You just said that you were lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> so now you've, you've self-diagnosed this. I've self-diagnosed it. Um, Dr Barney uh, texts from Leeds to say, lactose intolerant, you get a runny nose if you eat too much cheese. I've never heard anything so ridiculous. It causes significant gastrointestinal disturbance. Deary me. Get a grip, man. In fact, someone else <laughs> is saying if you had that, you'd know about it. They've even done an emoji for a toilet. So I think yeah. we know where we're going. With that one. Okay, so that's sorted that, hasn't it? Uh, James says, my boss eats cold roast dinners and ketchup at work. It makes me sick. Please call him out on this travesty. It's not really the forum for that. It's not what we're talking about here. No, it's not. Uh, Patches in Darlington says, I get grief for my daughter for the amount of salt I have on my food. I'm 66 and she's 31. I think that's a good thing that she's having a go. You need to yeah. cut it down, sunshine. On that particular one. Uh, Sue, let's uh, let's catch up with Sue. What, uh, what are you being pressured into then, Sh- uh, Sue? All the um, colleagues in the office are all like, on a health kick. And they keep advising me about this cauliflower rice that looks like mush. That's not rice. <laughs> cauliflower rice. How yeah. do you how do you mix two to get two things together that both on their own aren't that great? I think I might be cauliflower <laughs> rice intolerant even just by listening <laughs> to the name of it. <laughs> it used to be that crisscross stuff, but I don't even like that. That's like little pearl drop things. No, I'm not even keen on that. <laughs> that Kiska stuff. <laughs> no, like, so what, it's... I mean, obviously, the whole point of what we're talking about here is underdressed. Do you feel daily pressure? Uh, well, it's uh, weekly pressure when they ask you, how, what did you do at the weekend? Have you got your lunch review? Did you bring your salad box? And then it's like, well, you should try cauliflower rice. Go on, give it a go. But I'm not interested. I love no, the fact that you work somewhere where every Monday <laughs> they're saying to you, you've got to try some cauliflower rice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with, with, with like peppers and stuff, and I'm thinking, no, no, I'm all right. I'll 
give me a bag of chips, I'll be fine. Good on you. And do you know what? <laughs> we, we, we're very proud that this radio station's on in a lot of offices. Give us the name of one or two of the ringleaders. Just first names, please. Go on. <laughs> Go on, Sue. Well, you've got you've got Charlotte yeah. and you've got Michelle. Right, they sound terrible, those it's two. Just don't the two of them, isn't it? <laughs> Ramming cauliflower rice down Sue's throat. Leave Sue alone. <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. We've got Alicia on the line. Alicia, what have you been under pressure to change in your house? My husband always had this thing where you're not supposed to pee in the shower. Okay, right. so you're, you're asking your husband's adamant that you don't pee in the shower. No, which is a bit strange because a lot of the men that I know pee in the shower. Okay, does he pee in the shower or not? He doesn't do it. He does not, no, no. Okay. And um, so, yeah, so I, um, so my two-year-old daughter, she's um, uh, being potty trained at the moment. Yeah. And, um, and in the morning, sometimes, if we don't do the, the night um, bath, mm. she, she showers with me in the shower. Right. And obviously, she's kind of clocked on that mummy pees in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you, so just, just to interrupt, you, you were illicitly peeing in the shower beforehand, and then your daughter's just Before, noticed it. And then, my, yeah, because my daughter's, like, brushing her teeth and stuff on the side. And then she's like, oh, okay, that's a bit strange. So, um, so, the, so my, my husband actually found out was when he took her to the swimming pool. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and um, and they'll be see there's a communal shower at the swimming pool, and mm-hmm. she just started peeing in the communal shower. Wow. So she, he just he then came back, like, super freaked out and just went, did you actually teach her this? I was like, not really, but I still do it. And then she, he's, like, pressuring me since then to just stop. First of all, your daughter throwing you under the bus <laughs> a little grass. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much. So you're going you're gonna to stop doing it? What, what is the current state family-wise in terms of this as a thing? I, I think we need to, yeah, we need to set an example. We've decided that. And um, we've decided to basically tell her that it is not okay to pee in the communal shower. <laughs> um. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. But, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love the way, though, that the only way you've come up with that decision is because you got rumbled 100%. <laughs> That's yeah, definitely. Oh, t- totally, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Aisha, can't believe I'm saying this. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Monday's Hometime, Bush and Richie. A show that is more adept at soothing you after a stressful day's work than heated front seats in the car. Damn right. And speaking of which, uh, we would like to say this evening that we think the great unsung heroes of weekday evenings are the picker-uppers. And by that we mean... You, the informal chauffeurs, the family members that are sat there right now in their cars, in cagoules, with the heater on killing time, waiting to pick people up from places like football clubs or training in the evening, rural train stations, karate, gymnastics club. So, look, if you feel like you're Parker from Thunderbirds most of the time, sat in the front, taking direction, dropping people off, get in touch, because tonight is a monumental evening. Tonight we launch the Home Time Taxi Club. Giving you the recognition that you deserve for that errand that you are running, whether it's a family member, uh, whether it is a friend, whether it's a colleague who's been haranguing you over the desk at work today, Mm -hmm. just asking for that lift, and you've done it. 
Well, this is the thing. I mean, a lot of the times as well, they'll all pile out the car at the end when you've pulled up and don't even say thanks to you. No. So stay on a little bit. Drop us a text and, like Richie said, get the credit you deserve. We're going to be doing this every Monday night now because we know there are lots of people who listen to the show whilst they're waiting. And that's just adding rubbing salt into the wounds, isn't it? To be honest with them, force them to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. So 8, 12, 15, get in touch. Uh, it might not be right now that you do it, but maybe during the course of the week if you, you are ferrying other people around, get in touch with us. It came to me It came to me as a, as a thought last night as well. I was uh, waiting for my son to uh, finish some cricket training session at around about 10 to 7 last night. And, of course, it's dark. Yeah. You just You're sat outside a sports hall. You've got horrible floodlights just sat there that's the only light and you're just sat in, a, sat in a, a dimly lit car park that would normally feature in a Channel 4 documentary do you know what I mean eating a croissant hey, at least flaking all over your crotch beg, beg your pardon a croissant <laughs> at least cabbies have got a CB radio and can chat to other cabbies <laughs> exactly yeah these guys haven't so look that. get the credit you deserve get in touch now and we will I don't know we will elevate you to the position that you deserve 8, 12, 15 or you can tweet Absolute Radio Absolute Radio The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Home time with Bush and Richie. This is Absolute Radio on a Monday night. Uh, so we have been very proud just to have recently launched our Home Time Taxi Club. Basically, if you are like Parker from Thunderbirds and you're driving family members around thanklessly and that you don't ever get any credit for it, get in touch with Richie and I tonight on the show. It's going to be a regular feature. We're going to give you the credit you deserve. Uh, yes, that's Solidarity Together, 8, 12, 15. You can text us, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Let's uh, catch up with our our first unsuspecting driver. Tom, tell us about this, this nightmare trip you're on. Oh, don't worry, it's a nightmare. <laughs> What's going on, Tom? <laughs> My missus, uh, she's gone for a week in a caravan in Mablethorpe with a friend and their two kids. Yeah. Uh, all preparation yesterday about what they need to take. I was at work today and I get a text saying, oh, we've both forgot our jackets and uh, the little ones forgot our dressing gown as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, unlucky. so you're having a race face. over there with all this stuff for them then right now. How, how far is the journey? Uh, it's about an hour each way. <laughs> Tom! Oh, no. I was trying to just get out of doing it all day, and then uh, in the end, I just gave in. I hope you've got the meter running, Tom. Oh, yeah, she won't won't live this one down. Tom, I'm obviously welcome, by the way, to the Home Time Taxi Club. You're in. You're a lifelong member now. We'll get you a sticker, windscreen sticker sent out. Uh, Can't you treat yourself to someone on the way back since you've been doing all the driving? Can't you go for some takeaway? Oh, I will be. Don't worry. I will be. Good man. Driver's tax. Yes. I will. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, if you are sat there and you could go away and pick someone up for whatever reason, you don't get any thanks for it, get in touch with us tonight. It's funny, I was mentioning earlier on that, you know, one of the great things about getting people involved in this club is that at least they can communicate with each other and, mm. and know that there's other people out there, uh, suggesting that cabbies have got um, CBs. Steve says, you say cabbies have got CB radios? Nope, we're all in the digital age, we use WhatsApp. <laughs> That's just, I thought a cabbie still had old CB. That is really disappointing. That's really disappointing. 10-4 and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Rubber ducky. Uh, Michelle Damn. says, Mum's taxi, three evenings a week, Sunday morning for my two boys as well, army cadets, rugby and guitar lessons. There should be, you know if you join the, um, uh, what's it called, what's the one we can go into all the castles? National, it's not National, National, National Trust. Not National Front. Very you join different. National Trust, you get a sticker in the, they need a sticker. <laughs> 
uh, for this. We must get stickers done. Yeah. Mel says, every Tuesday and Thursday, I tell my 18-year-old nephew to rugby training. Since he was 10, I've given up my Sundays to take him to all these games all over the country. Also, I'm now his 2am taxi service when he leaves parties. <laughs> Hashtag best auntie. Uh, right, let's, uh, let's chat to driver Stuart. Who's your passenger this evening, Stuart? I've just picked my daughter up from rehearsing. So she's performing in the Snow Queen at the Old Rep. In, uh, over Christmas, so she's now rehearsing every night until Christmas. So I've got to oh. pick her up from Central Birmingham every Mate. night until Christmas. Yep, yeah. In fact, it goes just after Christmas. I think it finishes the thirtieth of December. You're on. You're on a retainer. Uh, what kind of journey are you doing for this? Uh, well, I work near Birmingham, but we live about three quarters of an hour away. So I've now got to get home. I won't get home until about. Seven, half seven tonight. Hey, but look, if your daughter is the next Sheridan Smith on the uh, on the on the stages of the West End in years to come, it'll all be worth it. It will be. She can keep me in my retirement, can't she? Yeah. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It is four years ago today that Marty McFly arrived in the future. October 21st, 2015 in the movie. Wow. And we still do not obviously have the uh, the hoverboards and the self-tying trainers and all that kind of stuff. Isn't that mad, though? Do you think that that's the future, then, is 2015? And it seemed like miles away back then, didn't it? And we're now four years past it. God. But we are still lacking so much... And a little bit of homework that we've set for you on our Facebook page today was to ask you uh, what other gadgets we are still desperately missing, aside from those that were promised to us in the Back to the Future movie. I still can't believe that despite how advanced we are with technology, they still can't make a lid that comes off a microwavable lasagna without doing a strip all the way around the outside. Don't. It's a microwavable meal for me tonight, and it's already stressing me out. It it ruins it. It ruins the meal for me. It's that much of a wind-up. Mike says self-drying jackets. This is a very good point. A lot of jacket chat going on. Jack says, adjustable jacket sizes. As in? Yeah, so I didn't mean to stop the music then and make it sound like we were horrified <laughs> by his response. <laughs> but, um, yeah, apparently he says uh, it's jackets where you can adjust the size. Like, it doesn't exist, does it? That's a good point. So if you want, you're a medium, you've gone to a large, you can <laughs> let out a bit of air. <laughs> I'd love that. Again, it's a prototype. Personally, I'd love that. Uh, David says, something to replace the USB. Worst widespread design ever. I must have wasted a week of my life getting it wrong the first time. That's a good point. It's, it's pretty ropey oh. USB. Uh, Dean says, VAR to be used and to work properly. Obviously annoyed at the weekend. Maybe a <laughs> Liverpool fan. Let's see what happens. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We talked earlier about um, buying a lot of socks. Yeah, it was a cracking start to the podcast, wasn't it? (laughs) Let's end it that way. Do you think a charity would take socks? It's called rag. What? Oh, That's, producer, sorry, the voice of our producer what, what, was in there. What? I used to manage a charity shop. <laughs> well, hold on a minute. What? He used to manage a charity shop. My first job at the uni was a six-month maternity cover placement to manage a charity shop while I was trying to get into radio. <laughs> Good way in. <laughs> <laughs> familiar room. No, it paid for my work experience to come here. Wow. So I did something right. It's called RAG, so they don't take boxes or socks. Or, so they do take bras, but they don't take boxes or socks because it's unhygienic. So what they do is they give them to a RAG man who can then go and recycle them. 
What's in like Rag and Bone Man that we play on Absolute Radio and everything like? Not him, but yeah. But okay, I wow. I didn't wow, know that. Wow, I did. <laughs> So, going back to the earlier scenario that you started the show with, then Richie, they started the podcast with. Um, you would, if you were a millionaire, top hat, monocle, etc., you'd wear socks once and then discard. Yeah, now it's a problem, isn't it? What are you going to do with them? <laughs> Take them down the tip. Everyone would be like, "Where's there's that guy again with bags of socks?" <laughs> <laughs> Is that another one? <laughs> another Tommy squeak. What a finale. We, I feel like we were searching for that big end to the podcast, and that's it. It's the lactose. <laughs>